We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Episode 676 of the Al Galdi Podcast. It is Thursday, October 12th, 2023. The day after an amazing run continued. The Houston Astros, few people outside of Houston, Texas, like the Astros. The cheating scandal remains rather fresh in the minds of many, but the Houston Astros now have advanced to the American League Championship Series for a seventh consecutive season. That is remarkable. Seven consecutive seasons in which the Astros have advanced to the ALCS. A 3-2 win at the Minnesota Twins on Wednesday night to win that American League Division Series three games to one. And so we have an all-Texas, all-American League West ALCS. The Astros versus the Texas Rangers, who of course swept the Orioles in three games in the other ALDS. And of course, the Astros manager is former Nationals manager Dusty Baker. He last season finally won a World Series as a manager. Is he about to win another? Are we about to have a Dusty repeat, a Dusty Pete. Hello and welcome to this Thursday installment of the Al Galdi podcast, the only Washington, D.C. area sports podcast or show for which there is a new episode out each weekday, Monday through Friday, with each episode out oh so early each weekday morning. This is the podcast that follows D.C. area sports so that you don't have to. That is one of the mantras of this podcast. We on Wednesday learned of the mantras for both the Commanders and Capitals as each team has a sign or has signs posted inside or near a locker room. The Commanders mantra, do your job. The Caps mantra, something to prove. We on Wednesday had signs with these mantras. We had signs aplenty in D.C. sports. As Ace of Base said many years ago, I saw the sign. You know, that is so true. Life is demanding without understanding, right? I mean, it just makes so much sense. But yes, (laughs) who saw the sign? I saw the sign. Did you see the sign? 
Are the commanders seeing the sign? Do your job. Head coach Ron Rivera wants his commanders to do their jobs. Will the commanders do their jobs at the Atlanta Falcons this Sunday afternoon at 1? The practice week started on Wednesday. Next segment, I will discuss what Ron Rivera in a post-practice press conference on Wednesday afternoon had to say about the mantra, do your job. Uh, what he had to say about the team trying to snap yet another losing streak of at least three games with him as head coach. What he had to say about the team's reeling defense, including whether corner Emmanuel Forbes Jr. is going to see reduced playing time and more. And then I'll go in-depth on quarterback Sam Howell and the commander's offense off comments from Ron and from Sam from his pre-practice press conference on Wednesday. Lots of good stuff on the statistical season that Sam is having, the frequency with which he is throwing in games, the lack of targets for receivers Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dodson, the punishment that Sam is taking via sacks and scrambles and more. We're going to cover a lot of ground regarding Sam and the offense. And then later in the show, I will talk Caps as they, on Wednesday morning, announced their regular season opening roster. The Caps will begin their 2023-2024 regular season on Friday night. Home to the arch-rival Pittsburgh Penguins at 7.30. Always know that this is a DC sports show that actually talks Caps on a regular basis. I do a Caps segment on the show after every Caps game. Again, we follow DC area sports so that you don't have to, and you don't need a sign to know that. (laughs) You can tweet me at Al Galdi. You can email me, the Al Galdi podcast at yahoo.com. As you might expect, I have been receiving a good bit of feedback on the bigger picture of Ron Rivera as commander's head coach. Email from Andy Wagner writes, Andy, I'd be shocked if Ron kept his job beyond this season. So I'm wondering why the owner doesn't make the decision early. I'd love to see Eric Bieniemy and Jack Del Rio run the offense and defense, respectively, for the rest of the season without the influence of Ron. If we improve, then maybe one or both stays. If we do not improve, then we can move on from both and at least they can't blame Ron. In the same way that we want to evaluate Sam Howell this season to see if he's the guy, I'd like to evaluate the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. Keep up the good work. Uh, Thank you for that, Andy. Well, I don't believe that Ron Rivera is having much influence over the offense and defense. Uh, Ron, throughout his tenure as Washington head coach, has been known to give defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio basically full control over the defense. And every indication is that Ron is giving Eric Bieniemy basically full control over the offense. Eric's official title of assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator appears to be no joke. He really does appear to be the number two man on the coaching staff with how he was allowed to revamp the commander's offseason and training camp practices. And think about this, the frequency with which the commanders are going with passing plays over running plays, that screams that the offense is Eric's because that is in direct contrast to the uh, ode to the running game (laughs) that we got from Rod Rivera and general manager Martin Mayhew at their joint season-ending press conference this past January 10th. Now, if the idea is to evaluate Eric Bieniemy as a head coach and you want to fire Ron Rivera in season in order to get a nice sample of Eric as a head coach, okay, uh, I do think that there's merit to that. Email from Sterling Porter on the Commanders, right, Sterling, I have been a Ron Rivera supporter since he got to Washington, but it's clear to me that his time is over 
And JDR's time, too. I feel like JDR has bought into the hype of the defensive line so much that he, in the loss to the Bears, refused to do anything other than a straight four-man rush until we were down big. We have been told how good our receiving core is, but the receivers in the loss to the Bears could not get the job done against a bunch of backup corners. The Bears were down players everywhere. Either we have been sold a bill of goods about our talent or the coaching staff is inadequate. It's probably a little bit of both, but despite all of this, I did like what the offense did in the second half, and I am still a fan of Sam Howell. I feel bad for Emmanuel Forbes Jr. He needs more time, but it doesn't look good so far. It's time to start fresh. I guess we will see if Josh Harris agrees. As always, keep up the good work on the pod. Appreciate your insight each morning. Uh, Thank you for the email, Sterling. I would be stunned if the commander's managing partner, Josh Harris, at least right now, does not agree with the general sentiment that a new regime of commander's football operations is needed. Uh, Not to say that that feeling can't change, not to say that Josh is going to pull the trigger on anything right now, but knowing what we know about Josh Harris, forward thinking, big on analytics, uh, greenlit the process for the Philadelphia 76ers for whom he is managing partner, I can't imagine that Josh right now, at this moment in time, does not agree with the idea that a new regime of commander's football operations is needed. I mean, think about this. Josh Harris's 76ers in May fired head coach Doc Rivers. Doc had been the Sixers head coach since October 2020. He, over three seasons as Sixers head coach, had regular season win totals of 49, 51, and 54. And the 49 wins came in a 72-game regular season of 2020-2021. Doc's Sixers made the playoffs in each season. Doc won a playoff series in each season. But Doc's Sixers were eliminated in the Eastern Conference semis in each season. And so Josh Harris's 76ers in May fired Doc. Doc's run as Sixers head coach was not good enough. I get that the NBA is not the NFL. I get that the Sixers aren't the commanders. But Given that Doc Rivers scenario, what do you think that Josh Harris is thinking about Ron Rivera right now? Here's what I think that Josh is thinking about Ron right now. Not good enough. Plain and simple. Not good enough. Also, not good enough is what's happening with home and auto insurance right now. Are you not happy with what you're paying for home and auto insurance? If the answer is yes, know that you're not alone. Uh, We routinely are seeing 20% increases in home and auto insurance, even when the account is clean, meaning no accidents or violations on the auto insurance and no claims on the property insurance. That's why you should get with BMC Insurance. Check out BMC Insurance. Go to insurancebmc.com. You'll be put in touch with the owner and president, Matt Brooks, a loyal listener of this podcast. And make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. BMC Insurance. It offers home insurance, auto insurance, and also small business insurance in Maryland, Virginia, Washington, D.C., and North Carolina. BMC Insurance is an independent insurance agency, meaning that it has many, as in dozens, of insurance carriers it works with to make sure that clients are always paying competitive rates. What's especially great about BMC Insurance is that it has relationships with its clients. BMC Insurance is a trusted advisor for your insurance needs. BMC Insurance continues to work with clients after sales. It has team members who actually shop clients' insurance every year when they renew. And BMC Insurance does this proactively so that you don't have to. BMC Insurance will save you time and money. And perhaps most telling, BMC Insurance's client retention rates historically 
are much higher than industry averages. You see, when people get BMC insurance, they stay with BMC insurance. Don't get gouged on your home and auto insurance. Check out BMC insurance. Go to insurancebmc.com. Talk to my guy, Matt Brooks, and make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. And BMC Insurance does offer small business insurance. So if you're looking for general liability, workers' comp, or commercial auto insurance, BMC Insurance can help. Visit insurancebmc.com. That's insurancebmc.com. And make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. Well, please consider following this podcast if you're not already doing that. Following the podcast is free. If you have an iPhone, you can follow the podcast simply by tapping the plus sign in the upper right corner on the page listing the recent episodes of the podcast. So for the sixth time over Ron Rivera's four seasons as Washington head coach, the team has a losing streak of at least three games in a regular season. Uh, Washington in the 2020 regular season had a five-game losing streak. Washington in the 2021 regular season had two four-game losing streaks. The Commanders in the 2022 regular season had a four-game losing streak and a three-game losing streak. And now the Commanders in this 2023 regular season have a three-game losing streak from 2-0 and to 2-3. and The 2-3 and Commanders are at the 3-2 and Atlanta Falcons this Sunday afternoon at 1. We have the first injury report for the game off each team practicing on Wednesday. Just two players on the Commanders' active roster did not practice fully on Wednesday afternoon, and neither player plays much. Uh, tight end Curtis Hodges was listed as not practicing on Wednesday afternoon due to illness. Uh, Hodges has been inactive for each of the team's five games this regular season. And corner Kristen Holmes, uh, who is primarily a special teams guy, he was listed as not practicing on Wednesday afternoon due to a hamstring injury that he suffered in the 40-20 loss to the Chicago Bears at FedEx Field last Thursday night. Remember, the commanders on Tuesday morning did announce placing safeties Derek Forrest and Jeremy Reeves on the reserve injured list. And speaking of the reserve injured list, the commanders on Wednesday morning announced that they have opened the 21-day practice window for edge defender F.A. Obata. So he could be back soon. Uh, He has been on the reserve injured list since August 31st due to a knee injury. Rod Rivera on Wednesday afternoon did a post-practice press conference. This was Ron on how F.A. Obata is doing. He's progressing very nicely. You know, he, he's um, he's you know he's been around. He's he's been in the meetings. He's been out watching the walkthroughs. So his 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 mental take of it is, is very good. Um, once they cleared him to start conditioning, he's been he's doing he's been doing a great job at that. He really has. So uh, he was out of practice today. Moved around very very well. So we're we're really pleased. Effie Obata was an impactful player for the Commanders last season. He, in the 2022 regular season, played in all 17 of the Commanders' games and on 37.4% of the team's defensive snaps. He finished with four sacks, eight quarterback hits, and two pass defenses. Uh, That is production uh, that is significant given uh, limited playing time. Uh, The Falcons also are relatively healthy. Every player on their active roster practiced on Wednesday to at least some extent, with the exception of defensive lineman Calais Campbell, Uh, He was listed as not practicing due to rest. This season is Calais Campbell's age 37 season. He was taken by the Arizona Cardinals in the second round of the 2008 NFL Draft. 
out of Miami. Do you? Uh, Calais Campbell <laughs> has been around forever. Uh, but back to the Commanders being in the midst of yet another losing streak under Ron Rivera. This was Ron on Wednesday afternoon on how his team is feeling while in the midst of this three-game losing streak. Well, I think more so than anything else, I think they're pretty resilient about things. You know, they know that there are circumstances, situations that we can do better at. I think the biggest thing more so for these guys is is really just the way they're approaching this week so far. Came out and had a good practice today. I think they're focused, getting themselves ready, preparing. So I'm not concerned about that. Well, unfortunately, bad starts to regular seasons are nothing new for Washington with Ron Rivera as head coach. Washington began its 2020 regular season just 1-5. and five. Washington began its 2021 regular season just 2-6. and six. The Commanders began their 2022 regular season just 1-4. and four. Here was Ron on Wednesday afternoon on if there's something specific to this 2023 team that makes it well-equipped to handle a bad start. And then you'll hear a follow-up exchange with Commander's Insider John Keim of ESPN. Well, I think, first of all, the, the people, the players we have, I think the personnel, um, I think we're in a, in a good spot there. It's just now a matter of putting it all together. I mean, we, we, we feel we've got some pretty good pieces to the puzzle, but shit, now you got to put the puzzle together. you got to make sure everything fits and then go out and do your job. That's probably the biggest thing we've got to do. And do you get worried about getting too... Too much of a hole again? No, because we're only going to play them one at a time. So the only hole you can get in is if things don't go well this week. So we're, we're staying focused on just the fact that we're getting ready for Atlanta. You perhaps noticed that Ron Rivera in that cut that I just played for you used the phrase, do your job. Do your job. Uh, indeed, there is a new sign going into the commander's locker room at the team facility in Ashburn, Virginia. The sign reads, do your job. This was Ron on Wednesday afternoon on why he has that sign there. And then you'll hear a follow-up exchange with Scott Abraham, sports anchor for 7 News DC. Uh, because I think uh, looking at the tapes, uh, watching the games, uh, our, our, our previous five games, uh, looking at some of the stuff that uh, I read, um, the numbers, it, it, there's obviously to me, there's a sense and a feel that we're not doing the things we need to do. Okay, we're not doing enough of. We got to do everything that's involved with your job, and that's kind of the emphasis. As coaches, how do you help players do their job better? Well, I think a lot of it is just about the way we practice, about the way we prepare, and then going out and playing. There in pro sports over the years have been many signs with many sayings. How much these signs impact things is anybody's guess. One thing that does seem clear, if the players and coaches don't start doing better jobs, then a lot of the players and coaches will be out of jobs. Uh, More on the sign uh, via this exchange with outgoing Commander's Insider Matthew Paris of the Washington Times. Wednesday was his last day. All the best to Matt uh, and Ron Rivera. Just going back to the sign real quick, I, I don't mean this to be like flipping or, or whatever, but like, can an actual sign have a, a tangible effect or, or seeing that, like some people will just kind of look at that and say, oh, that's sillier. that's, mm-hmm. you know, take the, is it hard not to take the cynical route with it, I guess is? Um, for a certain type of person, yeah. Sure. You know, but to me, I mean, you look at it and it's the obvious and, and, and I'm stating the obvious. I mean, that's the truth. That's what we're paid for is to do our jobs, to do it the best of our ability. And, you know, we talked about that on, on Tuesday morning. And I was very blunt about it. 
And and I just think that, you know, we have to buck up. We got to look at ourselves in the mirror and, and, and ask. And, you know, I, I think that's important. You know, it's amazing listening to all of this, Ron Rivera putting up this sign and all of the negativity with this commander season right now. You would think that the team is two and 10. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, the commanders are two and three. The season is far from done. And a win at the Falcons this Sunday afternoon would have the commanders, would have our Manders back at 500 with a game at the lowly New York Giants. Up next, the path to four and three is right there. Uh, but the path would seem to require the commander's reeling defense to play better, including starting games faster. Here was Ron Rivera on Wednesday afternoon on how the defense can start faster. Be better on third down, you know, and, and you know, when, when, when you come out into a series and you have two third downs, you know, the third and double digits, you, you, you've got to be able to stop them. And, and that's something we didn't do a very good job of. Talking about the loss to the Bears, no doubt the commanders allowed the Bears to go 7 of 15 on third downs with some of the biggest plays of the game being third down plays. I mean, I still can't get over the first snap after the first half two-minute warning on a third and seven for the Bears at the commander's 33. The commanders gave up a 16-yard shotgun handoff run by running back and Virginia Tech product Khalil Herbert on a play on which multiple Bears pushed Herbert forward for significant yardage after contact. And think about that play. The Bears ran the ball on a third and seven. In the current NFL, who runs the ball on a third and seven? And yet, (laughs) the Bears got the first down by more than double the needed yardage and got that first down as multiple Bears pushed Herbert forward for significant yardage after contact as the Bears outmanned the Commanders. That was a humiliating moment in the game. One of, of course, many humiliating moments in the game. Of course, also in the loss to the Bears was a second consecutive really bad game for corner Emmanuel Forbes Jr., who got benched. Is Forbes' playing time now being reduced? We on Wednesday afternoon had these exchanges between Commanders insider Nikki Javala of the Washington Post and Ron Rivera. For Emmanuel, I know we've asked you a lot about him in recent weeks, but will his status or typical workload change at all this week based on the last couple of weeks, or do you want to see him continue to work through we'll some see. things? I mean, you know, how he handles this situation and circumstances is important for him. It's important for us to see and, and, and see how he handles a lot of things. So we'll continue to work. He'll work, um, as will the rest of the DBs, and we'll see how things go. How did he look in practice today? I guess. He looked good. There were some uh, some things, obviously, that you could see he was he was he he was really focusing on. You could see the work uh, during the the individual drills. A couple of things that he did off to the side with one of the coaches, um, and then on the actual practice field when he got his opportunities, there, there were some things that you could see he was he was focusing on. The replacement for Emmanuel Forbes when he got benched in the loss to the Bears was corner Danny Johnson. It is important to remember that Johnson soon got beat badly. Two snaps after Forbes got benched. Uh, On what was the second snap of the fourth quarter, Danny Johnson got beat by receiver DJ Moore, but the pass to Moore was overthrown by quarterback Justin Fields on a shotgun play action and completion on a third and four for the Bears at the Commander's 25. But a better throw by Fields would have resulted in a big completion against the replacement for Emmanuel Forbes, Danny Johnson. 
Uh, how appealing from a fantasy perspective might Falcons offensive players be in facing this commander's defense this Sunday afternoon? Heck, if you're a commander's fan, at least you can make some money via the commander's bad defense. Underdog fantasy. It is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports, and it is offering a limited-time enhanced special offer to listeners of the Al Galdi podcast, a deposit match of up to $500 for all new customers who sign up with the promo code GALDI, my last name, G-A-L-D-I, GALDI. Check out underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app. Underdog Fantasy offers pick'em games by which you can win up to 20 times on your money in one day and offers a pick'em insurance, which gives you a little wiggle room if you're not as confident in an entry. And when it comes to season-long fantasy, Underdog Fantasy offers a zero-stress scenario of no waivers, no trades, even no lineup setting. We all know that playing fantasy sports can be ultra-time-consuming. Well, Underdog Fantasy removes the time consumption but keeps the fun and the potential to win money and take advantage of the free money. If you sign up now with the promo code GALDI, my last name, G-A-L-D-I, GALDI, Underdog Fantasy will double your first deposit with up to $500 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of at least $10. So in other words, if you deposit $500, you get $500 for free. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code GALDI. Check out underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app and use the promo code GALDI. Must be 18 or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and must be present in a state in which Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, we all love the NFL, and we all love pizza. So make Little Caesars part of your NFL game day. Little Caesars is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL. Order online during Little Caesars Pizza Pizza pregame, which is one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs, plus all day Sunday. You can pick your favorite Little Caesars pizza. You can pick the toppings that you crave, kind of like picking players for your fantasy team, only with Little Caesars pizza. 
you never lose. And Little Caesars offers convenient delivery as well as the in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. Little Caesars Pizza Pizza. More now on the Commanders with them on Wednesday beginning their practice week for their game at the Atlanta Falcons this Sunday afternoon at 1. We focus now on the Commanders offense. What kind of a game will we get from the Commanders offense this Sunday afternoon? The Falcons for this regular season have very mixed defensive stats, just 21st in the NFL in total defense per the DVOA metric, but number 7 in the NFL in fewest yards allowed per play, 4.84, and number 5 in the NFL and lowest opponents, third down efficiency, 32.8. However, the Falcons are dead last in the NFL in team sack percentage, 3.01. The Falcons have just five sacks tied with the New York Giants for fewest in the NFL. Uh, Of course, the Chicago Bears through week four had just two sacks this regular season. And then what happened? Chicago totaled five sacks in its uh, 40-20 win at the Commanders last Thursday night. Commanders quarterback Sam Howell, he on Wednesday did a pre-practice press conference that started shortly before 12 p.m. Sam on Wednesday on if the Falcons, not having many sacks, will impact how the Commanders will try to attack the Falcons. Um, I mean, not really. I mean, we, we, we know, you know, we kind of know what they like to do on defense, and they're, they're a really good defense, and they've, they haven't given up a lot of points. You know, it's, they've, teams have struggled moving the ball on them um they have just they have really solid players all around um and so we know our game plan you know we'll we're still kind of putting that together obviously have a good base down game plan in right now but we don't really look at sack numbers or anything like that you know some some games you'll look at personnel um and kind of game plan off that but for the most part you know you you kind of look at the coverages that they like to run and you know what what fronts they run and that's kind of how you game plan Well, we are five games into the Commanders' 2023 regular season. Sam Howell, to me, has been more good than bad. Uh, The biggest problem, clearly, is him taking too many sacks. Sam has the second-worst sack percentage in the NFL, 13.2. But he has been solid, if not good, uh, in terms of other key areas of quarterback play. 18th among 32 qualified quarterbacks in the NFL in ESPN's total QBR, 48.3. And Sam, among 33 qualified quarterbacks in the NFL per pro football reference, ranks 15th in yards per pass attempt, 7.06. 12th in completion percentage, 68.6. 6th in passing yards, 1,349. But consider this, Sam Howell. For this regular season, for Pro Football Focus, has dropped back to pass an NFL high 236 times. He, among qualified NFL quarterbacks, has the sixth highest adjusted completion percentage at 79.8. Sam is doing well. And while we're talking Sam Howell stats... This was head coach Ron Rivera during his post-practice press conference on Wednesday afternoon on what the stats are telling him about Sam. You know, first, obviously, there's the analytics. Everybody's got numbers, and everybody wants you to see their numbers. Um, you know, so we, we, we've taken numbers that we get from, from different sources, uh, and we also get, we take the numbers we get from our people, and we break them down and look at them, compare them, um, and 
you know, based on what we're looking at, we feel pretty good about Sam's development and growth. Um, you know, obviously he's, he's played some really, really good games and, and he's had a couple of downers. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's unfortunate because there's a lot of categories where he is in the top 10. Um, and two of them that are very unfortunate has been uh, the turnovers and, and the sacks. And that's something we have to, as, as a unit, collectively uh, reduce. And, and I think everybody is culpable in that situation, uh, whether it be on the offensive side or coaching. I mean, we all have to have to take a share in that. But for his growth and development, you know, a lot of things point in the right direction for us. Um, I think the big thing for us now, and I said it a little earlier, is, you know, we feel really good about the pieces. Now we just got to make sure we put the puzzle together and, you know, make sure everything fits. And, and that's what we have to do. We've got to, we've got to play better in, in, in some areas, areas that, you know, we've looked at and talked about. I like it. Ron Rivera likes what the stats, what the analytics, as Ron would say, <laughs> are saying about Sam Howell. I want Sam as the commander's QB1 for the entirety of this season, regardless of how he plays. I want him to be allowed to play through whatever struggles he has. Uh, Sam and the commander's two blowout losses this season, the 37-3 loss to the Buffalo Bills at FedEx Field at week three and the loss to the Bears at FedEx Field last Thursday night was not benched. Uh, he, for the loss to the Bears, certainly did not deserve to be benched, but this was Ron on Wednesday afternoon on keeping Sam in the blowout losses to the Bills and Bears. So far for us, you know, we, we have felt that in a couple of games that got away from us, we felt keeping him out there is a good opportunity for him to learn and grow. And, and that was, you know, done in conversation with Eric and, and how he felt about it. And, you know, just thinking that every opportunity for him to get a snap is 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 growth for us, and so that's kind of how we've looked at it. But to, to your point, there 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 may be a time when when it gets like that. But right now, you know, it's about his growth and development. Uh, we want to win everything we do, every game we play, and, and that is obviously the goal. All right, and this was Sam Howell on Wednesday on what he can build on from this season so far. Yeah, I mean, I just think as an offense, we've done a lot of good things. Um, obviously, you know our. Our record is what it is, but I think we've shown that we can move the ball on anybody, um, and I think that's you know that's our mentality on offense, and we know we know what we're capable capable of. Um, and I feel like me personally, you know, I played I played some good ball at times, and I think just continuing to build on what I've done good um, and learn from what I haven't done as good. Um, and I think there's been times where I've been really decisive. The ball's coming out fast, and when that's happening, our offense is is pretty good. Um, and so just trying to continue to work on that and continue to try and do that each and every week. Um, obviously, it's harder for some de- defenses than others. Um, but, yeah, just continuing to, you know, build on the things that have worked for us so far. Um, and I feel like we've we've moved on everybody. It's just a matter of, you know, not shooting ourselves in the foot and not, not having sacks, not having penalties, just things that slow us down. Um, so, yeah, we definitely, we're definitely capable, you know, of, of putting a lot of points up every single week. Um, it's just a matter of us go- doing the right things and focusing on the details each and every week. The commanders for this regular season are 20th in the NFL in total offense per DVOA and are 20th in the NFL in yards per play, 5.03. We are seeing Sam Howell throw a lot of passes. I talked about this and a lot more regarding Sam with 
Another Sam, Commander's Insider Sam Fortier of the Washington Post on Tuesday's show, episode 674. Sam Howell over five games this regular season is fourth in the NFL with 191 pass attempts. He's on pace to have 649 pass attempts in this regular season. That would be a franchise record. The franchise record for most pass attempts by a player in a regular season is 606 by quarterback Kirk Cousins in the 2016 regular season. And so we on Wednesday had this exchange between Sam Fortier and Sam Howell. Even in score-neutral situations, EB's calling passes at some of the highest rates in the league. And Ron said that's because, you know, want to get you reps, want you to learn. I guess, like, do you feel like that's paying off? Do you feel like the rewards are there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think just the way we call this offense and the way this offense is ran, you know, we definitely like to throw the ball. Um, and I think when you look at the the guys we have on this team, and you want to get the you want to get the ball to those receivers, um, and so we got to continue to get those guys more involved. But you know, I would say, yeah, definitely the amount of passes we call has definitely helped me as far as my learning and my progression. Um, just because you know, there's nothing better than real live game reps. Um, so yeah, I would say, yeah. I do like that commander's assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy is calling a lot of passes. A, passing is more efficient than running. B, having Sam Howell throw a lot of passes is a way of expediting his development. Uh, although you do have to worry about him taking so many hits. More on that in a bit. But you heard Sam Howell in that cut that I just played for you say that he wants to continue to get the commander's receivers, presumably the team's top two receivers, Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson, more involved. This was Sam on Wednesday on balancing wanting to get Terry and Jahan more targets with wanting to run the offense as it's designed. Yeah, I mean, I'm always going to run the offense as it's designed. Um, and obviously there's there's times and places where you can kind of, I don't want to say force, but you know, maybe give a guy an extra look. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to do my job of how I'm taught to go through my progression. Um, and we'll just continue from a game plan standpoint to get those guys more involved. And, and obviously, you know, we'd like to get everybody the ball more. Um, we have so many great players. And, you know, I think part of this offense is why it's so good is, you know, it spreads the ball around. Um, but at the same time, there's got to be a good balance of spreading the ball around and, and using your best players. Um, so it's definitely something that we'll continue to try to do a better job of moving forward. So Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dodson for this regular season are the Commanders' numbers one and two players in terms of targets. Terry has been targeted a team high 31 times. Jahan is number two with 30 targets, but neither target total is that high. It is odd, right? Sam is on pace to smash the franchise record for most pass attempts in a regular season, and yet the target totals for the team's top two receivers in Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dodson are low. Uh, Terry, for this regular season, is tied for 39th in the NFL and targets. Jahan is tied for 46th. We, during Ron Rivera's post-practice press conference on Wednesday afternoon, had these exchanges between Sam Fortier and Ron. Sam said he's always going to run the offense as designed. To get the ball to you know your playmakers more, especially Jahan, Terry, Curtis, is, th- is that something that you'd like to see him focus on a little more or is that something you have to scheme up I guess how do you get the ball to them more well I think a big part of it is is how the offense is schemed how each play has has a progression and where he starts the progression is based on what he initially reads um to get the ball to guys specific guys you can scheme up most certainly and, and I know that's some of the things that Eric does um and and I think that it's just a matter of again decisions that that Sam makes during those 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 uh, progressions 
Is that something you talked to EB and or Sam about over the long weekend, or is, is that you just trust it'll work out? No, it's a conversation that you do have because, again, when you're looking at the numbers and you're, you're talking about, you know, the impact that each guy has and their ability to have, it, have a big impact, you know, that, hey, what can we do? How can we do it? What can we do better? You know, those are conversations that were had. Interesting to hear that, that conversations regarding getting more targets for Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dodson have been had in recent days. Much more on Sam Howell and the Commander's offense in moments. But if you are a Commander's fan and you are on Instagram, make sure that you're following at WSH on the daily. On the daily just started in 2021 and yet has more than 23,000 followers and on the daily is literally daily. Uh, the page is updated every day. News, notes, reports, photos, graphics. Uh, this is a page that properly sources and vets its news and information. Doesn't just post anything that anyone says. On the daily on Instagram is a great place at which you can converse with other Commanders fans regarding the team, the draft, free agency, and trades. On the daily responds to every single DM. Uh, on the daily is a page at which you can have fun. Lots of creativity with jersey swaps and unique graphics and the contest name that redskin and free wallpaper Wednesday, which is when On The Daily gives out free wallpaper that you can use on your phone. Uh, And On The Daily always has a great fresh look. If you're on Instagram, check out at WSH On The Daily and check out at WSH On The Daily's online shop, WSHOnTheDaily.com. WSHOnTheDaily.com. Some outstanding gear, shirts, hoodies, excellent material, a modern look. These are breathable and comfortable clothes, and they come with all kinds of looks. My personal favorite, a shirt that reads hashtag Howl2023 uh, for smart, informative, fun, and engaging commander's content. Check out at WSH on the Daily on Instagram. And for great merch, visit WSH on the Daily.com. Now to the punishment <laughs> that our guy Sam Howell is taking. There are the sacks that Sam is taking, and there are the hits that he's taking on scrambles. As you likely know, Sam is on pace to <laughs> destroy the NFL record for most sacks taken by a quarterback in a regular season. The record is 76 by the Houston Texans, David Carr in 2002. Sam has taken 29 sacks over five games this regular season. He is on pace to take 99 sacks in this 2023 regular season. He's taking too many sacks. We all know that. But there also is the punishment that he's taking on scrambles. Just watching these scrambles, we are seeing Sam encounter contact and take some shots. Uh, The loss to the Bears at FedEx Field last Thursday night, third quarter on a third and 12 for the Commanders at the Bears 23. Sam had a 10-yard shotgun scramble on which he danced all over the place to get the 10 yards, including appearing to run into a dead stop and running into a mass of four bodies up the middle, but then he ran to his right for yardage, including evading the grasp of interior defensive lineman Justin Jones. Uh, Very impressive run, uh, but a physical run. Uh, Also in that game, fourth quarter on a first and 10 for the Commanders at their 25, Sam had a five-yard shotgun scramble on which he spun out of a potential sack and found a way to gain yardage. Again, very impressive run, but a physical run. 
uh, the 34-31 overtime loss at the Philadelphia Eagles in Week 4, fourth quarter on a third and four for the Commanders at their 46. Sam did a great job of evading pressure for a four-yard shotgun scramble, and he then drew a 15-yard unnecessary roughness penalty by safety and Virginia Tech product Terrell Edmonds. But again, physicality on that run. Uh, the loss to the Bills at FedEx Field in Week 3, early in the second quarter, on a second and one for the Commanders at the Bills 24. Sam had a great 18-yard shotgun scramble, on which he spun away from pressure, made interior defensive lineman Jordan Phillips miss on an attempted tackle, uh, but then did take a licking in being tackled to the ground. Sam is taking punishment. Uh, this was Sam on Wednesday on how to better protect himself. Yeah, I mean, I think the main thing is when I run the ball, I need to do a better job of just getting down and sliding and protecting myself. I mean, I think I've taken a lot of unnecessary hits, um, and that's just something that I just got to kind of change my mentality. Um, just because when I'm out on the field, you know, I'm, I just want to win, you know, but at the same time, I got to take care of myself and make sure I can protect my body and make sure I can, you know, make it through the season. Um, and then just as far as the sacks go, I just got to do a better job of just finding incompletions. Um, and, you know, when stuff isn't there, don't try to hold on to the ball or extend the play. Just try to find an incompletion. Um, and I feel like that's something that I'm continuing to work on each and every week. Um, that's something that will only get better. Now, regarding Sam Howell on scrambles, he is a competitive guy. He wants to win. He wants every bit of yardage that he can get. This was Sam on Wednesday on needing to alter his mentality on scrambles. Yeah, I mean, at times, especially, you know, later in the game and, you know, fourth quarter and stuff like that when when the game is more on the line. But I think there's definitely a time and a place for my aggressive mentality as far as running the football. But I think for the most part, I just want to protect myself because um, I mean, I'm not I'm not running anybody over in the NFL anyways, you know what I'm saying? So just try to do a better job, just try and protect myself and, you know, just move on to the next play. Well, there is something important to remember about Sam Howell. He, in his 2021 junior season at North Carolina, wasn't just very productive as a runner. He was very productive as a runner who broke tackles. Sam, in his 2021 junior season for Pro Football Focus, forced 63 broken tackles. Him trying to run through contact is something that he did at UNC. He needs to get that out of him. Uh, yes, there are times at which taking on contact is understandable, close game, fourth quarter, etc. But NFL players are bigger and stronger than college players. Sam can't be trying to force 63 <laughs> broken tackles this season. It's a credit to him that he wants to take on contact. And you look at Sam, he does have a sturdy, thick build. You know, we a decade ago had this discussion with quarterback Robert Griffin III, him not doing a good job of avoiding contact when running. And Robert's situation was made even worse by A, him being thin and wiry, B, him being injury prone, and C, him not being good at sliding. Uh, Sam has a much sturdier, thicker build than Robert had, and Sam is good at sliding. But still, Sam has got to watch himself with this contact. Uh, the quarterback matchup for Commanders at the Falcons is a battle of two second-year quarterbacks, right? Sam, who the Commanders took in the fifth round of the 2022 NFL Draft, and Desmond Ritter, who the Falcons took in the third round of the 2022 Draft. Neither guy played much in his rookie season, but each guy is his team's QB1 this season. Sam on Wednesday on the benefit of a quarterback sitting for a good chunk of his rookie season. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone, every quarterback that comes into the league is going to want to play and want to play early. Um, but I think if you get the opportunity to sit a year, 
I think that first year you're playing will definitely be better than if you just you know played as a rookie. Um, just because you have a year of experience as far as just learning what it's like and and learning kind of how defense is played in the NFL um, and learn how a game plan is put in. I think especially if you can be in the same offense for those two years, you know, I think that that's a big part of it as well. You know, unfortunately for me, I had to learn a new offense. Um, and, and so that kind of took a little bit of the learning away from that first year. But as far as just going through the experience and seeing what a game week is like and then just, like I said earlier, just knowing what defenses like to do in the NFL. Um, it definitely definitely helps you out because um, you, know, you have all that learning before you even play um, rather than when you have to go, go in and play early. You're kind of learning on the field and learning on the fly, and you're probably making a few more mistakes that you wouldn't make if you had that year under your belt. And one of the reasons that Sam Howell only played in one game in his 2022 rookie regular season is the man who now is the Falcons QB2 former Washington quarterback Taylor Heineke, who also is a reason why Sam did play in the game in which Sam did play last regular season, the 26-6 win over the Dallas Cowboys at FedEx Field in Week 18. Uh, As you likely remember, Rod Rivera's initial plan for that game against the Cowboys was to start Taylor and then bring Sam into the game in a relief role. Taylor told Ron, "Uh, nah, brah, I'm good. Start Sam. And so Sam got the start and played well. Uh, Sam on Wednesday on what he takes from his time with Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. uh, Taylor's the best. Um, Just being here with Taylor and just getting to learn from him. Obviously, kind of last year was was crazy with how everything kind of went down. Um, But yeah, just seeing how he is as a person on a daily basis. And he's such a good teammate, such a good guy. And everybody loves him. And just seeing how he goes about his life and how he goes about his job and and playing the position. Um, definitely learned so much from him. Um, and he, he was just always someone that was so willing to help me learn. Um, and so it, it was definitely definitely a fun time, and, he, and he's a great dude. Um, we, we still talk every now and then, so it'll be fun to see him before the game. A lot of similarities between Sam Howell and Taylor Heineke. Each guy is a shorter quarterback by NFL standards. Uh, each guy was dissed via the NFL draft process, Taylor more than Sam, but still. Uh, Each guy has a gunslinger, baller mentality. Each guy is mobile. The big difference is arm strength. Uh, Sam's arm is a lot stronger than Taylor's arm is. Sam, in a lot of ways, is an upgraded version of Taylor. A younger, stronger arm, but a lot of the good qualities that Taylor possesses. Uh, I wanted the commanders to re-sign Taylor Heineke this past offseason. I never bought into this idea that re-signing Taylor was a bad idea because doing so would make things uncomfortable for Sam or would lead the fans clamoring for Taylor to play if Sam struggled. If Sam can play, he can play, and he's showing that he can play. And if Taylor still was on the commanders, there wouldn't be anyone clamoring for Taylor to play right now. But Things did not end well between Taylor and Ron Rivera. We got great insight into that from Taylor's college head coach, former Old Dominion head coach Bobby Wilder, on this podcast in an interview that uh, made a lot of news. Uh, Coach Wilder was on episode 522 of this podcast. And bottom line, the commanders do have themselves a good QB2 and Jacoby Brissett. Up next, I have some thoughts for you on the Capitals. Did you know that the Capitals' regular season opener is this Friday night, home to the Pittsburgh Penguins at 7.30? If you are looking for tickets to a Caps game, or a Commanders game, or a Wizards game, or a Maryland football game, or a Navy football game, or whatever, download the GameTime app and use the promo code ALGALDI. 
When it comes to buying tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theater, the way to go is with the GameTime app. GameTime offers great deals on last-minute tickets and has a best price guarantee. So you no longer have to worry if you're truly going about getting tickets in the best possible way. The game time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. What's also great about game time is how easy it makes searching for tickets. You can search by team, venue, or artist. Uh, I was just on game time looking at tickets for Commander's Games in the 2023 regular season. A lot of good deals, and the seating chart next to the listed tickets made figuring out what exactly I'd be getting super easy. Game time is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country. Game time is the app for last minute ticket deals. You don't have to plan months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Game time also offers flash deals on tickets and tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Get the tickets without the stress with Game Time, which is offering a special deal for listeners of the Al Galdi podcast. Here's what to do. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use this promo code, Al Galdi. You use that promo code, Al Galdi, you get $20 off your first purchase. Uh, terms do apply, but download the Game Time app, create that account, and use the promo code, Al Galdi, for $20 off your first purchase. What time is it? It's game time. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, do you want to fix your shaving situation or at least improve your shaving situation? Get with Manscaped and take advantage of a special offer for listeners of the Al Galdi podcast. My friends at Manscaped have something new for you. The Handyman. The Handyman is the best electric shaver ever. Featuring a compact design and next-gen skin-safe technology, the Handyman is designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of a traditional shave. And here's a special treat with no trick for this Halloween season. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code GALDI, my last name, G-A-L-D-I, GALDI, for 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, we've all dealt with bad razors that uh, make your neck look like a horror movie. What's great about The Handyman is that its skin-safe technology helps to reduce nicks and cuts, so you can finally feel confident when going for that close shave. And if you are a beard guy, uh, Manscaped has the Beard Hedger, which is a high-tech beard grooming piece of excellence that offers 20 different beard lengths in just one guard and has a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. Whatever your shaving needs, Manscaped has you covered. Don't settle for mediocrity with your shaving. Get with Manscaped and take advantage of this special offer. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code GALDI for 20% off plus free shipping. That's manscaped.com, promo code GALDI for 20% off plus free shipping.
Well, the Capitals on Wednesday morning announced their regular season opening roster as the Caps will begin their 2023-2024 regular season on Friday night, home to the arch-rival Pittsburgh Penguins at 7.30. The Caps in their preseason went 3-2-1. This is NHL season at number 19 for the grade 8 winger Alex Ovechkin, who stands at 822 career regular season goals, 72 shy of Wayne Gretzky's NHL record for most career regular season goals, 894. Next season would appear to be when the grade 8 will surpass the great 1. Uh, can't assume anything, but that is how we're tracking. In the meantime, the Caps are trying to do one of the hardest things in sports, rebuild on the fly, retool, uh, as is said. Uh, this is tough. <laughs> this may not work. Uh, But this is worth a shot for two reasons. A, the Caps still have veteran players who are viable. Uh, Alex Ovechkin, principal among them. B, the nature of the NHL is such that you don't have to be great to do great. The Stanley Cup playoffs are the most random postseason in major professional sports. And so just getting into the postseason makes an NHL team a Stanley Cup contender. And so the Caps on Wednesday morning announced their regular season opening roster. How about this? The roster includes eight players who are 25 or younger. Most such players on a Caps regular season opening roster since the 2017-2018 season. And we all know how that (laughs) season ended for the Caps with a Stanley Cup title. Uh, These eight players are defenseman Alexander Alexiev, Martin Fehervari, Lucas Johansson, and Rasmus Sandin, and forwards Beck Malenstein, Connor McMichael, Matthew Phillips, and Alexi Protis. Uh, The Caps have a new head coach, Spencer Carberry. They, on May 30th, announced him as the 20th head coach in franchise history. He's young. He's just 41. Uh, A major key to this Caps season is how Carberry does with these younger players. Do he and his staff develop these players. This was one of the knocks on the Caps' last head coach, Peter Laviolette, that he was not good for younger players. Spencer Carberry has history with a good number of the Caps' young players. He was the head coach of the Caps' AHL affiliate, the Hershey Bears, from June 2018 to July 2021. Carberry, over his three seasons as Bears head coach, coached the likes of Alexander Alexiev and Martin Fehervari and Beck Malenstein and Connor McMichael and Alexi Protis. Also, Carberry was the head coach and director of hockey operations for the South Carolina Stingrays from July 2011 to June 2016. The Stingrays served as the Caps' ECHL affiliate and Carberry's final two seasons with the team. Uh, Spencer Carberry, the last two days, had the Caps on a retreat of sorts. Uh, The team was in eastern Maryland, including a practice on Wednesday at Talbot County Ice Skating Rink in Easton, Maryland. Uh, The Caps have a 10.30 a.m. practice on Thursday at their home base, MedStar Capitals Iceplex in Arlington, Virginia. There is an emerging mantra for this Caps season, something to prove. Uh, That saying has been seen in the Caps locker room. This was Carberry in a session with reporters on Wednesday on the mantra, something to prove, and whether the mantra was his idea. Yeah, um, it was, but it it was a product of um, just talking to our guys over the summer, and um, we have a lot of players, staff, in a lot of different scenarios, whether you're Alex Ovechkin, Connor McMichael, Spencer Carberry, Kenny McCudden, Kirk Muller, Mitch Love, um, that just sort of have a mindset coming into this year of 
we got something to prove, all in different ways and then collectively as a team, so individually and collectively. And I just felt like I kept hearing that word and that phrase in different ways from summer interviews from different guys, and I've got a lot to prove. And um, I just felt like it resonates, and it's a good reminder every day because this is going to turn into a grind, and it's going to get... Um, you know, day after day and you get into the dog days and that, it's just a little phrase to remind you that, okay, I got to utilize today because I've got a lot to prove. And that's the end goal. But every day I'm doing things and checking boxes to make sure that I'm, that I'm proving that. Well, you know, we all have something to prove, don't we? Uh, but for this cap season to be a good one, to be a playoff making season, the Caps need the young players to develop. You know, the Caps this past offseason did not do much in terms of player acquisitions. The team acquired defenseman Joel Edmondson via trade with the Montreal Canadiens and signed unrestricted free agent forward Max Pacioretty to a one-year $2 million contract. Uh, that was basically it. And Edmondson is hurt. Uh, Edmondson on September 26 underwent a procedure to stabilize a fractured hand and was expected to miss four to six weeks. You know, Edmondson over the last two seasons has missed a lot of time due to injury. He over the 2021-2022 and 2022-2023 regular seasons played in just 85 of a possible 164 games as he dealt with an ailing back. And now he's out due to a fractured hand. The Caps need better help. The Caps have been walloped by injury in each of the last two seasons. Part of that has been the Caps being an older team. Uh, The Caps also need center Evgeny Kuznetsov uh, to care (laughs) and to play hard and to be the player he is paid to be. Kuzi is still on the team despite the trade talk. Uh, Match TV of Russia this past March 25th reported that Kuznetsov via his agent had requested to be traded and the request per the report was not new as Kuznetsov had previously asked to be traded, uh, but Kuznetsov on March 27th in a session with reporters uh, did deny that he had asked to be traded. Evgeny Kuznetsov for last regular season, it was number one on the Caps in assists, 43, but also was dead last on the Caps in plus-minus rating, minus 26. The Caps in July 2017 re-signed Kuznetsov to an eight-year, 62.4 million dollar contract. Uh, And the Caps need their number one goaltender to be better. The Caps in July 2022 signed unrestricted free agent goaltender Darcy Kemper to a five-year, $26.25 million contract. Uh, He last season was just okay. He's being paid to be better than okay. He's being paid to be a franchise goaltender. The Caps last season missed the Stanley Cup playoffs for the first time in nine seasons and for just the second time in 16 seasons. The team is attempting to uh, refuel the plane in midair. Uh, I hope like heck that this works. We shall see. But uh, let's go Caps. And that will do it. For you and me for now, get the feedback coming. You can tweet me at Al Galdi. You can email me, the Al Galdi podcast at yahoo.com. Friday show, episode 677. We'll provide you with more on the Commanders as we will get you ready for the Commanders game at the Atlanta Falcons this Sunday afternoon at 1, including rhyming keys, my keys to a Commanders victory in rhyming fashion, and commentary on what is said by assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy and defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio in pre-practice press conferences on Thursday. What oh what will Jack have to say 
about his defense. And I, on Friday's show, will talk college football week seven, Goldilocks, my college football previews and picks against the spreads. Uh, the games that I'll be getting into this week, Maryland, home to Illinois, Virginia Tech, home to Wake Forest, and Navy at Charlotte. Have a great rest of your Thursday, and I'll talk to you on Friday.